You're listening to an A&R podcast. This is episode 31. And on today's podcast, we'll be talking about the new Eternals trailer, the HBO Max TV show, The Titans, the What If Disney Plus series, episode 2. And as a bonus, we'll talk about the brand new Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. So let's get started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another ANR podcast. We've got a great uh, podcast episode today with lots of great topics to talk about. And I am so glad to be back. It's been a while, but uh, like always, I want to go around the digital roundtable and introduce my fellow stooges. Um, <laughs> I've got D, aka Larry. D, how you doing? Oh, I was wondering which one you'd uh, name me. I'm, you're I'm Larry, you're Larry all I'm the way. Me. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we've got Larry, and then we got Curly. Is it Curly? Yeah. Yeah. You can't Curly, be Curly. <laughs> Our friend Chris. <laughs> nuck, nuck. <laughs> Larry and Curly, our friend Chris. How are you doing, Chris? Good. How are you? Good, good, good. I am glad. And myself, Alvin, Moe. Uh, I'm so happy to be back. I missed uh, doing last week's podcast, but it seems like you guys didn't miss me. You guys were having a blast and uh, actually enjoyed no, it a little we bit. Mi- we missed you. Oh, well, didn't Chris, sound like it on the Chris, podcast. Chris might, Chris might not have. Chris, Chris was in his element without you, I guess. There were some jabs you know, coming my way, so I, I deserve it, I guess, right? I, I do ramble on quite a bit. Hey, you dish, you dish it out. You dish it out. So <laughs> I'm surprised didn't you say you stopped listening after five minutes? Yeah, I, my ears were bleeding. I had to stop. <laughs> yeah, it was too much for. It was too much awesomeness for his ears. Yeah, very, very, very awesomeness. Sure, that's what it was. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. All right. Okay. Uh, like we always do before we get into our topics, we talk about what we watched and what we got. So we'll start off with DD. What did you watch and what did you get? Uh, I'm still binging through some animes. I'm trying to find like new shows. I'm trying Attack on Titan again, so we'll see. Uh, I still have to finish the last Fear Street, Chris. Chris is forcing me to do this ever since our last episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm forcing. Yeah, we need, we'll arm. need a follow. We'll need a follow up for uh, what you thought of the whole. Uh, yeah, just like a two a minute. Is it a trilogy? Right. There's only three. There's only three. So okay, yeah. yeah, a two minute review <laughs> from someone who hates horror movies. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad I didn't have to do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and all right, then, okay. Uh, what else? That's about it for shows. I watched, uh, oh yeah, anime, Black Clover. Giving that a try. They're past their whole friendship is magic phase and we're going to be the strongest because we're a team. So when they get that corniness out of the way, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. <laughs> As for what I got, um, Surtur came in. I didn't open him. Did you get yours? You're talking to me? Yeah. Of course I got mine. I did a review on it. No, no. Didn't you get a didn't you get a second one? You asked yes, me. To, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, sorry, yeah, yeah. I did, I when, did get a second one. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was like wondering, D, do you even watch our YouTube? <laughs> no, because yeah, I know you I know for a fact you get sometimes you get two. Two minimum. Yes, I do sometimes. If it's an awesome figure, I'll definitely get two. But speaking of that, yeah, we uh, do have a YouTube channel for anyone who's listening for the first time. Head on over to Astonishing News and Reviews on our YouTube platform and uh also we have a social media 
uh, Twitter and Instagram that Chris takes care of, uh, Astonishing NR. So go check it out, check us out on those places, and uh, make sure to uh, subscribe and uh, get, leave a comment on our YouTube channel because Chris, uh, what are we doing now? Oh, uh, we are running a monthly giveaway. So within a time frame of when we release some videos within a month, be sure to go and like that video and leave a comment and you could be chosen to win one of our prizes. We just recently gave away or announced the winner of last month's and they won a Marvel Legends Iron Heart. Yes, that's a cool figure. It is. Yes. It, it's a figure that a lot of people didn't see uh, coming. And I, when I opened him up, or when I opened her up and played around with the figure, I'm like, wow, this is really cool. I really like it. I actually like her without the helmet on. It's a you good know, head you, sculpt, right? Yeah, it's a great head sculpt. I love it. It really represents that character really yeah. well. I, I ended up I, getting I definitely, it. Like, I'm going to have her on the shelf without the helmet for sure. I like the whole under-the-arm helmet, helmet yes. look. Yeah. Yes, definitely. And uh, I'm excited because I'm hoping that they would bring her into the MCU. And I, I think they will. They, uh, she's in, um, apparently she's in um, the next Black Panther. She's making her debut in that. Oh, wow. So we'll That'll see. Be good. Yeah. Is that a rumor or is that No, I think that fact? was official. I think that's the fact. Don't get just... a D. <laughs> they announced it a few <laughs> days ago. All right. Okay. Uh, anything else? That's it. If I did get anything else, I don't remember. So it's probably just fodder. <laughs> um, all right, Chris, you're up. All right. Uh, for what I watched, I have been watching on Netflix the movies that made us season two. And, oh, nice. uh, I need to get on that. I need to get on uh, that. It's so good. I watched um, the first one was I'm saving my two favorites for last, which is the Back to the Future in Jurassic Park but I watched the first two which was I can't think of the first one but the Forrest Gump one was amazing okay. it was really good if you guys haven't watched it go watch it if you haven't watched any of the series it's all good you know it's a must it's a must it's definitely something that some people need to go watch yes and uh for what else I'm going to be watching this week, I'm excited because tomorrow I am going to see Free Guy, the one oh, with tell us Ryan what Reynolds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so I can't wait to see that as soon as I see the trailer. And it's just, how can you not want to see that movie, Ryan Reynolds and Ryan? What did Gary? we call him last time? Canadian Sweetheart <laughs> or something like that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bye, Celine Dion. Hello, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> uh, and for what I got, we all know that I love Halloween. Uh, oh, do you? It's not... Oh, yeah. That's news to me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> I know Shocker. What you're thinking. <laughs> Surprise. But uh, it's not necessarily a toy, but I was at my local Winners, and they always have some amazing Halloween plates and there's this really fancy british company that put out these plates and there's like skulls on them so i picked up a few of those and for toys this week well for today thanks to elvin for yeah. enabling he's like let's go to this toy store which and which so... one did you go to we went to toy uh, toyka in oh yeah that's a good one yeah west vancouver yeah tell I us what you got not... chris 
Ugh, I did not expect them to have NECA. So I walked in and I'm like, oh, NECA. Oh, crap. They have the Back to the Future Battle of the Bands audition, Marty. So he comes with a translucent hand that he's disappearing in the guitar. That's so. a cool effect. Uh, yeah, anything translucent, I'm all for. So now I have another Back to the Future, and all I need is that Doc Brown from the second, and then I have them all. Wow. You, um... how, how, many fig- how many figures is that all together? That is, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, and then wow. seven in total, I believe. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Have you I been there about, before? I so- Sorry. What's that? Have you been to that store before? That was, well, Elvin tried taking me there one time, but they were closed. And uh. then uh, we went back this time and they were open, so... A lot of really good stuff in there. So if you live in uh, the Vancouver area, go check it out. Yes, and the owner is super nice, uh, very very um, you know welcoming, and uh, someone that you can come you know have a conversation with. I really uh, enjoy going down there. Anything else, Chris? No, that is it. And I'm I made sure to make about twenty minutes time to tell us what you got this week. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, did I ever get stuff this week. Uh, well, uh, you know, I was gone on my trip to the Atlantic uh, of Canada, and I enjoyed my trip there. Um, I did pick up things uh, while I was there, so I always like to go into comic stores or local toy shops or Toys R Us, whatever they have. And, um, I, you know, I picked up stuff for myself and for some of our friends in our local uh, group chat that we have. Uh, I scored some G.I. Joe figures that people are looking for, Firefly for a couple of people, and I was able to get some Cobra Viper Troopers uh, that I'm army building, so I'm happy that I've got them now. I have eight in total Viper Troopers, um, so I'm happy to do that. And D is probably laughing in the corner right now. Right? I'm not Snickering laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. He's rolling it's his fine. eyes quietly. I know yeah. it. I also got the Star Wars figures, um, so the new characters, and um, so I got Star Wars figures, and then I also got what did I get? Um, here locally, I had a bunch of packages arrive for me while I was gone. So when I got home, it was like a kid in a candy store. I was opening up like Christmas morning boxes, and um, I ended up getting the GI Joe um, Snake Eyes with um, the Wolf. Oh my god, I can't believe the name escapes me. But I got that, and I also got um, the uh, Odin, you know, the Marvel Legends Odin's pack package. Infinity Saga. Yeah, Infinity Saga yeah, package, it's... and I got... And then you you got um, the Iron Man Mark III for me as well. Yeah. And then you also got me Wrecker, so that was nice of you. Thank you so much. No problem. And then I also got from another friend of mine... Um, rex the uh, walmart exclusive with the poncho uh shout out to andrew for getting that for me thank you and um yeah like you said d i got the surter i also got the uh, from carousel today where toyka went there for a reason i had a pre-order uh it was the uh, optimus prime dlx uh, oh yeah that's a good one yeah i'm gonna be doing a review on that on our channel so stay tuned anybody who's listening we're gonna be doing that I also got from another friend of mine, uh, Mark, shout out to Mark, 
uh, he was able to, when he was on his trip, was able to get me the um, G.I. Joe uh, um, Breaker with the motorcycle, which is really hard to get. It's an exclusive, of again. I don't know why we have to do, you know, good characters exclusives like that. And when they do, they just limited them to like two or three per store. So he was at the right time, right place, and got me that figure. I appreciate that. I'm a huge G.I. Joe fan, as you guys know. And um, what else? Uh, I, I'm sure I'm missing something. Oh, I got uh, a Goku, uh, one of my many millions of Gokus, uh, the yellow-haired regular version Goku from SH Figure Arts. I got that. Um, other and I'm sure I'm... Sorry? The other Spider-Man, the twin. Oh, yes. Um, the Spider-Man uh, retro-carded Marvel Legends uh, Webman. Oh, Webman, web yeah. Web yeah, Webman. Yeah, web <laughs> So I got I got him. I'm gonna be doing a review on him for sure as well. And um, I can't remember anything else I got. That's pretty much it. I mean, it, it sounds like a lot. <laughs> and I, and I'm pretty sure uh, I'm pretty sure I already kind I'm missing something. But uh, in terms of what I watched, oh man, I, there's so many things to catch up on. I watched the finale of Superman, uh, Lois and Superman, or Superman and Lois, sorry. Uh, watch that. That was a great finale. Uh, great show. Uh, underrated. And a lot of people are not talking about it. But it's a really good show on CW. Uh, good luck trying to find it in Canada. If you want to stream it. Because they don't seem to show up anywhere until Netflix a year later. But uh, yeah. Watch that. And I watched. Uh, my kids love Stargirl from WB. Or sorry. Uh, CW. I had to give up and... on that. Sorry? I gave up on that one. Yeah. I'm, I'm about to pull the plug on that too. <laughs> Uh, I watched episode one. It was not bad, but episode two is just uh, too whiny for me. Uh, it, it definitely is geared towards younger kids. It's not yeah. geared to, uh, you know, to... It's not our demographic. Uh, yeah, definitely. And my kids enjoy it, so, you know, they'll carry on watching it. I'll jump in time to time if they ask me to come watch it with them. But, yeah, that's not something that I'm going to be looking forward to. It just it just kind of went away, especially with this last episode where they had the Green Lantern situation the storyline and they really did it i think they messed it up really badly but uh yeah so that was that and um what else uh what if i got to catch up on that you guys you know obviously watched it but finally got a chance to watch that uh rick and morty watch that and yeah i i, I don't think anything else anything else i watched um uh, yeah that's about it i mean it, it's been a busy busy uh week and a half for me coming back and you know getting everything uh, together and getting our videos going so yeah it was a fun trip and i enjoyed it lots of cool figures to get for friends and ourselves i enjoy getting figures for myself but i also love you know finding figures for friends who are looking for them so it was a good trip even if they're uh, not looking for them yeah i just take <laughs> pictures and say hey were you looking for this yeah. <laughs> and they're like ah darn it yeah you found it yeah Elvin's like i'm gonna have to enable you I'm like it's not very hard if it's something i want <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean speaking of that i enabled uh, another friend of our ron shout out to ron too i was able to get him some marvel legends from the eb games in pei which was only one eb games in the entire province it is a small province but they had one eb games there and i was to get him that figure so he was happy to get that nice. yeah yeah it was fun it's, uh, it's nice to see our weekly hauls and what we watched so it's it's uh it's it was a good week for i think all of us 
All right, uh, let's get into our first topic, which is the Eternals trailer. Um, we all got to watch it, and um, let's just go around the table and kind of dissect this trailer. This is what the third version, I believe it is. Is it? The uh, think... Yeah, the first one was a teaser, I believe, and then the second one was a little long. Yeah, but this is this is definitely the third rendition. I've been watching this very closely because. I want to know if I want to watch this movie and collect the figures from it or not, right? So I've been really... Uh, You're not going to not about... watch it. You're definitely going to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I mean, like, you know, well, I'm gonna, am I going to rush out to the theaters to watch this? <laughs> That's what I was trying to determine. Yeah. Like, am I going to go the first week or I'm going to wait till next week? Or, and, and also, am I going to buy the figures that go corresponding to this movie or not, right? Yeah, that's the hard uh, part. That's, yeah, definitely the hard part. But, yeah, let's get into this trailer. So... Uh, we'll start off with you, D. What were your f- thoughts of this trailer? It was nice to get some kind of plot information. So yeah, definitely. As far as I can tell, this is I I don't read the Eternals at all. Like I know some characters, but out of all the comics I read, I never gravitated to that. So they were created seven thousand years ago by the Celestials, and they are an evolved race of, I guess, humanoids. Mm-hmm. And the reason they didn't interfere with all the other stuff that happened in Marvel is because the Celestials basically said, no, you can't. Like, you're only allowed to take action when members of the Deviants, which were another offshoot of evolved humanoids, does something. Well, yeah, that's interesting. You know, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, but, please. Uh, the Celestials, you know, there's a, a group of them and they all have their responsibilities in place. And um, I, I believe is if I'm pronouncing this right, is Arsham, the judge. Yeah, he's the leader of the Celestials, and it was him. Oh, is it a him or her? We don't know. It's Celestial, so it, it could be anything, pretty much. But Arsham, the judge, basically, you know, said to the Eternals that you cannot interfere at all in any of the mankind's issues they have. So it, it's fun. To, it's fun because when you watch this trailer, you get Kit Harrington's character black knight in there also saying where, where, where are you guys like well, well this is all going on where, what are you guys hiding for right so i i think the trailer was designed to give some context as, because people are asking questions right when the first trailer came out they're like oh look at these powerful people well where were they how come they didn't want to help what stopped them right so this trailer i think they're trying to really explain that to people Rather than getting people to watch the movie and have the explanation happen then, do you guys find that weird that they're really trying to explain that right away in a trailer? Well, I'm I'm glad they did because that is the like that was the big question that was just flooding the internet. Like, you expect me to believe these guys just sat back and watched? <laughs> Why? Oh, because their bosses told them they had to. Period. And their bosses yeah. are super powerful, so you just do what they say, otherwise they'll smite you. <laughs> Chris, what you did you find it weird? Uh, it's nice that they're, like you said, they're given us context. You know, it's yeah. kind of awesome because in part of that scene, you know, he was putting up a big fuss about why they didn't intervene. And, <clears throat> you know, are they going to change something? Are they going to go by what the Celestials told them they can and cannot do? So it does really pique my interest to know more. And, you know, after seeing the first full-length trailer, I wanted to see this movie. And after seeing this one, 
I still want to see this, and I'm definitely going to be going to theaters because it looks really good, you know? Yeah, it does look beautiful. Um, it's visually pleasing. The colors look amazing. And, you know, this is... It's going to be... I think it's going to be huge. It's definitely a different take on the Marvel movies, and keeping that in mind, you know, this isn't the Avengers, you know? If you have yeah. that in mind when you go see it, it's probably going to be a very enjoyable movie. Yeah, I, you know, for me, like when I watch this trailer, I'm like, I'm looking at them, and these are a lot of characters. I mean, how many how many Eternals we have? We have um, we have Athena, which is Angelina Jolie. We have Icarus, Richard Madden, uh, Cersei. We have Ajax. We have Gilgamesh. Kingo, um, Sprite, Sprite. Yeah. Uh, Drog. Is it Drog or Drog? I believe it is. Mm -hmm. So we got so many. And then we also have um, my one of my favorites is um, uh, Fastos. Fastos? The gentleman that uh, has the Ikea table. Oh, yeah. He's, I like that. I like that. <laughs> at the end. Oh, that was Ikea so good. Fall Collection. <laughs> Not Vibranium. <laughs> so... You know, it's a really different movie. It really is. It's it's Marvel taking a you know a chance like they did with Guardians of the Galaxy. But in my opinion, I think this is even more riskier than Guardians of the Galaxy because these characters are not even A list or B list characters that people are used to with reading comics. Like honestly, how many people were out there going, "Yeah, I was reading Eternals," you know, twenty years ago. You know, I read comics, you know, 20 years ago with Eternals. Not too many people were, right? You're going to say and, they have been now. You're going to get a flood of people like, oh, oh, oh yeah, you're going to see it. You're going to hear people all the time. Yeah, I know about those guys. You know, I read them about 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. You didn't, you don't, oh, you're telling me you don't know the Eternals? Pfft, man, no, get yeah, out of here. Yeah, you're yeah. going to get those types. Come on, bro. You didn't know Icarus? Come on. <laughs> right? So you're going to see a lot of people talking about that. And, and it kind of, it's really risky and I'm surprised that they, they did it, but you know, if it pays off, it's gonna pay off big. But I don't know, was this movie even necessary? That that's I'm like it opens a new gateway to cosmic storyline. Yeah, it's a bridge between like the norm normal Earth and all of it, and then Celestials. Yeah. Like that's a jumping point. Oh, Celestials. Okay, you got these giant mechanoid gods now. Now yeah. when Galactus shows up, you won't be like, what the heck is this thing for like people yeah. who aren't familiar with Galactus? He may not be the conventional celestial, but when you get beings like that showing up, then Yeah, it's not far fetched then, yeah. right? Yeah. The people have been trained. It's like almost like you know, Marvel is trying to train people to understand the the bigger picture here. Yeah. Right? They're just trying to get you to get in the fold so that when you have these massive cosmic beings or powerful beings from outside of Earth realm coming into the movies, it's not too far fetched for you, and you're used to it already. They're just training you and prepping you for the bigger, you know, baddies that are going to come down the road. And there definitely is some big baddies out there in the universe of MCU. So yeah, I, I get it from that standpoint. Do you guys think there's just way too many characters for people to attach themselves with? Like I just named up a few, but there's Obviously, there's, you know, you got uh, uh, Crow, the Deviant, which is the bad guy. And then you have, you know, Black Knight as well, which is like 
big I'm surprised he, he's in this, to be honest. Like, yeah. Well, they did say that he's going to have a bigger role going forward, especially in Avengers 5. Yeah. So that character is going to get bigger and bigger. Well, he has an uh, ongoing yeah. comic now, so I, I, I was just surprised to see him in this movie, let alone what you just told me. Like, I, yeah. I started to like him because of the comic I'm reading, but he's well, not fa- something... Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Kid Harrington, the actor, because yeah. I watched him in Game of Thrones, and he did a phenomenal job. So I know that he didn't just sign off on a one-shoot. There's been talk that he signed at least five movies, wow. right? So he's going to be heavily involved in the next few years uh, to the point where apparently he's one of the key members of the Avengers going forward. You know, so, if if they do it right, if, you know, the writers written all those characters into one movie, if it's done right, it could be, it could be just, it'll work so nicely. You know what I mean? You yeah. know, it's, it's not any different than them introducing the X-Men or the Avengers, you know, they gave us different movies to add them all together to give us the Avengers but this is just you know it's a little bit all at once but you know you can only hope for the best and and I mean this might even explain how we get mutants right because they're saying that the 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 blurb the the you know the second snap that in the Hulk did caused the chain events to start uh, to form did you you know when I when I heard that I'm like oh really okay. what is it called the emergence is that what you're talking yeah, about the emergence yeah it's basically you know if you want to picture it it's just basically some uh, one of the celestials you know using Earth's uh, you know energy and all the nutrients basically of the Earth and then growing in inside it like an egg basically right and then ev- ev- eventually will just come right out of it and destroy Earth and you know Earth will be just you know in pieces it's funny because we just had, you know, a, a huge battle to save Earth. And then literally right after the timeline, we've got Earth about to blow up again. Right? Like it's gonna <laughs> it's be... so tiring. I feel bad for them, to be honest. <laughs> why, why are we always getting attacked on our Earth? Like, can't we go to some other planet? Like, you know, the Kree planet or something like that? Or, Which, you who know, knows, go to... maybe this movie will take us into space for a whole new different... Let's hope so, because we're always getting screwed all the time. <laughs> Every alien seems to want to come to Earth and destroy us, right? We never see them go to other planets and destroy them. And our guys go to help them. It's always us. But um, what do you guys think of Crow, the deviant, the supposed leader or something like that? I mean, I don't know too much about it. Oh, he looks fine. I, 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 any of the deviants I saw, I just didn't. They looked like generic beasts to me. Yeah, exactly. They didn't I didn't even have any... I've never seen anything like that. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. I mean, uh, I'll entertain it. I'll watch it and see how it goes. Uh, was there anything else that you guys, when you watched the trailer, that kind of piqued your interest? It looked like a getting the band back together type of movie. Or mm. did you watch Umbrella Academy? Where they're like family, but they're just so yeah. dysfunctional and they're spread apart. But they have yeah. camaraderie, camaraderie still. Yeah, definitely. I... I saw that. It's a good way to put it. Yeah, getting the band back together definitely looks like it. And I'm I'm just wondering, like, you know how they're saying that the Eternals were there to protect uh, Earth and all that, and, and from the Deviants. 
I think the twist is that they were suckered into being there. It's not the deviants that they were to, the, uh, um, trying to kill off to protect from the humans. I think the humans, the, the Celestia don't give a damn about them. I think they were just to protect the Celestial Hatch, the egg, from being destroyed. These guys were there to protect them from that. So there's gonna, there's obviously a twist somewhere there. M. Night right? Shyamalan I, did this movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's definitely a big twist coming. And, um, I mean, the the one thing that I keep hearing about it from all over the place is the Eternals are not immortals. They can die. And I keep hearing that. And I'm wondering, like, okay, why am I keep hearing this? Is it because they're going to plan on killing them off? Are they are they going to offspring into other mutants? Or are their, their energy going to spring off? Like, for example, Icarus, he's shooting out those beams that everyone's thinking that looks like Cyclops. Uh, is he going to, you know, die and then his genetics will sort of, you know, flow and allow mutants to you know, shoot beams or certain mutants to shoot beams and have energy effects like that. Like, are they like just planting the seeds for these characters for mutants to come down the road from their genetics? Like, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just thinking out, outside the box here. I'm thinking of some crazy theories, but what do you guys think of that? I literally have no idea. Like when it <laughs> comes to the X-Men, I am at a loss. And it's mainly because... Charles Xavier and Magneto are top tier mutants based on their expertise, the, how long they've had their powers, how long they've mastered their powers. Introducing them as brand new mutants is just, I can't picture it. It's just like, here's Charles, the yeah. master of like everything. Yeah. By the way, he had his powers for two days now. So like, he's your leader. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, yeah. it's an interesting theory. I I love it at the same time where... I feel like it's going to be too complicated to explain that to people who are watching this for the first time to explain yeah. where mutants come from. You know, it, it again, it's a really good theory. It's tough, man. I know. I'm just like, damn, this is Oprah telling us this theory. <laughs> you got deep. <laughs> but um, I, I'm, I'm just trying to think outside the box of how they're going to do this. I mean, you know, the other side of the coin is, you know, Loki and the, you know, the time variants and all that stuff so that could introduce mutants into the fold as well there's just so many you know things to consider of how and everyone's just wanting to know wanting to know is how we're going to introduce mutants because and, and it has to work well and it has to make sense and the crazy thing is you only get one shot at it yeah you can't you gotta do it you only get one shot like it's like dr strange remember he was telling tony you know he puts the finger up and goes you got one chance at this, right? And and you better do it right because if you don't, you know every nerd from every corner of the globe's coming after you. That's a lot of pressure it for Kevin pressure. Feige, Kevin Feige and his team to do this, right? So I think what they're yeah. doing too much is just saying, "Oh, the multiverse flattened upon each other." Now all of you exist together in this one universe, like they've done it in comics, they've done it on in DC, the shows, the comics. Marvel Comics, the Ultimate Unit, like they've just done that so many times. Like, oh, we got to merge your universes together. Okay, so let's just say they did do that. Are you guys okay with that? I think it is an easy solution that I would accept, but I can see how people would be like, "That was a cop out. That was lazy yeah, right. writing." Chris, you... uh, cop yeah, out. Chris, cop you out. Know, it's again, it can be very complicated explaining because I've tried following 
someone explaining the multiverse and it can get very very complicated i feel like i should have went to some kind of fancy college university uh, <laughs> or someone's explaining algebra to me you know but they in kevin foggy's uh, job is to take something that is very complex and bringing it to an audience who might not understand what's going on and simplify yeah. it. So if they have to do a bit of a cop-out, I get it. But, you know, can you do a little bit of a 50-50 where you can ex have an explanation without just saying, okay, that's it. They're all together, <laughs> you know. Just accept it. Yeah. <laughs> Deadpool's here and he's here to stay, yeah. right? Well, I mean, yeah, you kind of hit the nail on the head right there. You need to make it simple for the everyday viewer to grasp it and understand and follow along. Because, you know, as as big as, you know, the Marvel MCU fan base is, they still need the general public to watch their movies to get that revenue that they're wanting for every release, right? They want to make a billion dollars for every movie. It's just that, that that's their number, right? So they've got to make it simple enough that people can say, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I get it. I'm on board for the rest of these movies. Um, and that might mean that they'll take the easy road and kind of upset some of the fanboys out there. And to me, honestly, that, that's I'm okay with that. Like If they have to simplify it and do a little bit of a cop-out, okay, I get it. But don't make it lame. Make it cool some way, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with that because I understand that it's a business at the end of the day and you want to attract as many people to watch your movies and not be confused and run away and go, it's too complex. I can't do this, right? So I get it from that standpoint. I guess um, uh, cop-out's better than sloppy. So I'll go with that. Yeah, oh. sloppy. Nobody likes that. Nobody likes sloppy. Like it, it's not going to jive well with anybody. Now you got me uh, thinking because um, we're going to be seeing Scarlet Witch. She's going to do her magic and say, one world. Bam. Oh, yeah? They could do she... that if they wanted to. Well, she could get upset and say, no, I want my kids in this world, so I'm going to screw everything and put everything into one piece. Yeah. Like, I could see her getting pissed that she can't find her kids. And, you know, I could see her saying, yep, let's put everything into one place where I can find my kids and have my kids in my universe. Mm -hmm. Right? The ultimatum might be like, Hey, in order for you to have your kids and you to be in the same universe, you have to tie everything together. And she'll say, okay. Which is kind of weird because, I mean, we're going to have this huge massive universe put together because she wanted it to, to hang out, to be with her kids. Right? That's the reason. I don't know if that's a strong enough case for a lot of people. It could be, be the okay uh, MCU version of House of M. There's a, there's a yeah. whole, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that would be so good. House of M. Yeah, it definitely will be. It, it's uh, I I don't uh, I don't want to be in the same seat as Kevin Feige when this is all goes down. <laughs> Just get up lot. and leave. Don't even look. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Have fun, Kevin. See you later. Uh, you're on your own, buddy. I'm out. I'm out. First ten years is great. It's been a slice. See you later. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, anything else you guys want to add before we move on? Nope. nope. Just gotta stay tuned and find out more. I guess. Yeah, it, we'll it's going to be releasing on November 5th in theaters. Uh, hopefully, we'll all be able to go and attend and watch it. Yeah. And we'll definitely do a, a spoiler-filled review on that when we do get a chance to watch it. 
I'll take you I guys hope. for my birthday. Oh. Ooh. When's well, your birthday? We'll take November 3rd. You hear that, people? If you're listening, wish him a happy birthday November 3rd. I'll, I'll, treat, I'll, I'll treat you guys too. I'll treat you guys No, too, no, no. Right? We'll no. treat you. No. I like to I'm I gonna... like to uh I like to be Santa Claus on my birthday. Okay, I I I like to be Santa Claus on your <laughs> birthday too. <laughs> we are not sitting on your lap. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well then the deal's off. The deal's off then. Oh, oh. oh man. Oh, Chris would love to sit on your lap, trust no. me. Uh, <laughs> This no, is this I, is this you know is what? going in a weird direction. So back to. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shower you with the Eternals figures from Marvel Legends. Uh, yeah, you probably okay. would. Can we just can we just add to this conversation about Eternals because me and Dee had this conversation about what if last week. You know, does watching the cartoon make you want to get the figures? If Absolutely. watching the Eternals makes me want to get the figures if they were done differently they just they don't seem like legends they, seem they don't yeah they don't seem like anything they look like civilians in like <laughs> like medieval well, costumes when, when we had those leaks of uh, footages a while back like six months ago or seven months ago we got these leaked pictures of them i thought they were bootlegs i thought yeah, someone was just, someone made it at home with some, and that build a figure of crow is yeah. it crow <laughs> yeah, it, it looks so bad. I was like, really? And that's the other problem with uh, movie uh, action figures is sometimes they don't get the final, you know, version. They have to rush it out before the final version is even, you know, announced by the studio with what the, the style they want to go with. You know, that happened with the uh, Thanos and uh, the, you know, the... Um, oh, yeah, the Black Order. Well, yeah, the Order, right? Because... They their renditions were not final, and then when we saw the movie, they didn't look nothing like it. Yeah. So, that's probably what's happening as well is their final versions is not exactly to this, you know, to the what we're seeing in this trailer right now. Uh, one more thing I want to add before we kind of I just remember now, how badass does Angelina Jolie look? When doesn't she, she looks, though? Like she looks pretty she, cool though. Doesn't it? She she is badass in there, and I was kind of worried how she was in a mesh with the MCU characters, but. She looks awesome, and I can't wait. I'm very interested to see that relationship she has with Crow, because apparently in the comics, and correct me if I'm wrong, anybody out there, they had a relationship. So that oh, is yeah. going to be very, that is going to be very interesting to see how that unfolds. Does she turn on the rest of her friends to appease Crow? And what is why is there a relationship there? It's kind of weird. Because he's just one, weird. Uh, she's one actress I never have to worry about. Even if she's in a garbage film, I'm never like Angelina sucked. I'm like, no, she was okay. <laughs> Shame she was in that movie though. <laughs> so yeah, it's cool that she's here. I'm glad to see her. All right, okay. So uh, November fifth, it shows uh, comes into theaters everywhere. Uh, make sure to go out and watch it and support it and see how we'll give our take and see how it is, right? So uh, yeah. All right, moving on to our next topic. It is. The Titans uh, TV show on HBO Max, and if you're um, if you're not in the U.S., you're out of luck. If you are, well, if you're not, you're not really out of luck. You can use VPNs and to stream it like I did uh, to watch HBO Max. But um, yeah, guys, uh, we'll talk about the first three episodes because they dropped the first three episodes right away, which is awesome. I love when streaming companies do that. Like, I love Netflix because they give you everything right away, but I, I can't stand waiting week after week. It's just so long. <laughs> it yeah. takes forever. 
But um, I like the fact that like, okay, we'll give you three to get you, you know, get you going. So it's a good start. Uh, we won't talk about every little detail of the first three episodes, but we'll kind of skim through it. And anyone who's listening hasn't watched it, go check it out. First three episodes, we're talking about that. They're already in episode four. And next week, we'll continue and talk about the next two episodes. But uh, if you haven't watched it, stop right now. Go watch it and come back and listen to our thoughts about the first three episodes of The Titans on HBO Max. So, uh, D, we'll start off with you. You know, what what were your early thoughts in the first episode? So the series in general was something you told me to check out. Like I wasn't really involved with it. So I did end up binging it all. I do like what we have going on here. It's different than any comic or TV show. It's their own take on stories. So I know sometimes... It's very violent. Yeah. Very much so. (laughs) So... So anyone who says, like, we hate things because they're different, that's not the case here. I, I for the most part, like what they're doing story-wise. Yeah. Um, episode one, we get a... Here's here's where I'm having some issues. We're getting a speed run of Under the Red Hood. So they got to cram years worth of character development and aging characters up to fit it into this condensed time frame. So one minute it's like, oh, here's Jason Todd. He's the new Robin. He's hanging with the Titans. Nope, he's gone now. Oh, he's got <laughs> Joker's on the scene now. <laughs> like things happen rapidly, and yeah. I don't know. Does that bother you, or do you understand? Like, are you are you happy they're getting this stuff out of the way? I was. Oh, oh sorry. No, 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 Chris. I was gonna actually ask, get you to get your take on it first. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I started watching Titans Season 1, and I got through it, and I really liked it. And I started watching Season 2, and I kind of fell off for a little bit. And then I I watched Season 3, and I was a bit confused where and why they left. They picked it up where they did, because... You know, it seemed like a lot has happened within those first three episodes that yeah. needed a little more explanation. You know, it, it's like they took 10 episodes and crammed it into three. You know, <laughs> yeah. it was like it was a lot of information to intake. And it's just like, OK, where'd Barbara Gordon come from? You know, it was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> What? You're here. I was the same yeah. as you. I was like, oh, Barbara's here. You now. know, I, I was when I started watching. I'm like, did I miss a special or something in between the two yes, seasons? Yes, that's what I thought. I'm like, okay. was there an hour long episode I missed? <laughs> so I had to go back and like, okay, did I miss something? Because it's just, yeah, it it was weird where they picked it up. You know, it is definitely dark. I'm into it, and definitely I'll be watching. Uh, the rest of the season because i'm gonna have to to be able to come on to the podcast with you guys but um you know i'm i like the characters i like the character development i didn't like how we lost donna i thought so stupid so stupid i'm still mad about that i I know i know she took an electric shock so now she isn't fully powerful to you know recoup from being electrocuted i'm like really really meanwhile you saw wonder woman swing off literal lightning bolts in her own movie so yeah (laughs) oh my gosh and then they lose jason and then 
Oh my god, the third episode, yeah. I'm just, okay, so we're just gonna kill off everybody? Are we spoiler talking? We always Oh yeah, do. absolutely. Yes. That's what we do here. We do spoilers all day long. But Fair warning. One... <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. We already gave them warning, so too bad. If you're <laughs> yeah. listening and we already told you who died, that's, that's on you. <laughs> and I am very, very sorry, because I'm gonna skip ahead. I don't know why the heck they did that with um, Eagle Guy. Hawk? Oh, Hawk. Hawk. Why oh, did man, he... I was so mad. Why so did mad. they have to do that? You Oh, strip down. Got to make sure you're not wearing a mic. Now get naked and swim across the pool. I'm like, really? What? I... Here's here's the thing. Everyone <laughs> okay, in the wait, show... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, got, I want to add something. I want to add something. To <laughs> Here comes Elvin. I want to hear Elvin always has something hilarious to say. Go on. I love I love that scene. You know why? Because he was Aquaman in Smallville. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that. But he wasn't oh. naked in Smallville, was he? Well, you know, Aquaman gets better acceleration when he has less clothing, <laughs> less drag, oh drag and resistance. <laughs> so yeah, it gave me that Aquaman vibe. I'm like, wait, is he gonna be Aquaman all of a sudden, right? Uh, no, I yeah, I I hear what you're saying, Chris. It just it felt really cheesy, right? Like, I'm, how stupid is this guy, right? Yeah, like, they all have that. Played. Yeah, it's, the stupid syndrome ki- kicks into everybody, right? Do not go uh, alone. Got it. Okay, so we're yeah. going alone, right? Yeah, you know it. And then they get <laughs> beat up. Yeah. Exactly. Oh man. Smash your phone so that no one can find out where you are. Okay, sounds good to me. <laughs> I was, I yeah, I was watching it. I was like, that's yeah. how easy it was to just lure you here. Don't and tell anyone. Crazy, the crazy Do- thing is, this guy has no special powers. So, what if you know you got Red Hood and a band of thieves with guns pointing at him? How is he supposed to get out of that? Right? I'm, I, don't, like, I don't understand. Like, why would this guy say, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go all uh, at it alone. Nobody needs to know where I am. I'm gonna take all my clothes off." <laughs> Because and I'm gonna swim in this dirty, pathetic, disgusting uh, water, and I'm gonna come to the other end, and everything will be honky dory. Right? Do you think he know. did that to? Because he was pretty angry at the start of the episode. Do you think he went alone so he could just beat up Jason and kill him if necessary, or do you think he yeah. actually pitied him? No, no. I think he went to beat him up. Like so. Here's he... my problem. He knows he was trained by Batman. Hank has this complex where he thinks he's this super like strong brawler. But you're dealing with Robins here. You did the same yeah. thing with Dick. You did the same thing with Jason. Jason would mop the floor with you. Period. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it's stupid. He's he's not the character that I expected to have intelligence at all. Like going into this, I expect you know the tandem of Hawk and Dove. You think Dove is the intelligent one? The Hawk is the the bruiser, right? And... I did like his character. Did you like yeah, him no, no, overall? Did you like him? Yeah, I mean he played the part. The actor played the part well. I yeah. have no issues with that, right? I, I just think that it's just, like, stupid to write something like this and expect people to be okay with it and think that, yeah, it's fine. It's 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 great script. And what happens, I, I you know, we, I know we're skipping to the end here, but here, and I blame Chris for that. <laughs> but, like, you know, how he dies, it's so gut-wrenching. Like, these guys are vicious people who are writing this. And they don't care about any of our feelings and our attachments to these characters. They're like, you like Donna? Well, we're just going to get rid of her. She was my and favorite. Then, yeah. Uh, you like Hawk and Dove's relationship there? 
no, we're going to split that up. We're going to kill him off, too. It, it's it's pretty uh, crazy how they just go ahead and randomly clean off. I do want to point one thing. Are you guys missing Raven like I am? She had some great character development. In the first season, I hated her. I'm like, you're so annoying. Like, you, yes. you're a grateful wretch. You're just awful. And then but, <laughs> but, but season go- two, she bloomed, right? Yeah, I was fine with her. She became more, like, compassionate and less... Yeah less cynical and less i guess me against the world so i i just like the chemistry between her and beast boy yeah right my hatred for her went on to rose instead i hate her oh god oh god oh god uh yeah i don't know i don't know what to say about rose like what is going on with this lady she's so miserable like all the time period and then uh, we don't know like what's her situation like they're trying to shoehorn this alternative story in there and it's not working it's not working for me at least like i don't care about what she's going through because it's the bigger story is more important to me and i just find that this is a waste of time and who is this random counselor that's talking to her like (laughs) what yeah for me it's like rose put your brother back on the phone i need to see more jericho he was like charming he was nice yeah i liked him but rose can kick rocks for all i care Chris, what what's your take on Rose? Do you like her as a character? Um, no, because I think <laughs> like ah uh, no, because no, <laughs> as soon as she she uh she showed up, I stopped watching. Uh, really? In season two, I'm just like, just there was no real. I didn't feel a character development going on. It was just like a battle back and forth with her and her father and. Deathstroke, and I'm just, I can't, I, I, I literally fell off. You know, the beginning of the season, I was enjoying it because it was explaining uh, more of the Titans in there. And I guess I'm gonna have to go back and watch it, but you know, I. I mean, you don't. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Watch the yeah, last I, episode. I, 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 I want to save you the trouble. Don't, don't okay. bother. Um. I, I am. What are you guys' thoughts on uh, Red Hood and the the outfit? I find the mask a little weird. I find it bulky. Yeah, like it's it's thick. It's yeah, it's bulky. It looks very. Um, it makes him look like he has a fat hood. Yeah. I mean, they try to make the eyes glow, right? But it just—I don't know. It just something's not right with that. They do that thing they always do where they put lights in the helmet so they have to make it twice as big. And then they just look fat-headed and bobble-headed. They did the yeah, same he... thing with uh, Batwing. And I think it's Supergirl. I have no idea what show he's in now. Oh, she's a, uh, is it, it's in Batwoman, right? Maybe, but yeah, Bat... okay, there. But he, he, he has a fat head as well. And it's always be- the characters with glowing lights for eyes. Yeah, they need to shrink that down just by a little bit. Just a, yeah, just a little up. smidge. But do we yeah, need just li- glowing eyes, really? You I, really I don't. They, I guess they want to make it stand out, right? Otherwise, like you said, Chris, it's going to look exactly like Deadpool, right? <laughs> do we well, I mean, remember? they animated under the red hood. He had just pure black eyes, right? And that looks yeah. fantastic. That's my favorite helmet. Yeah. Speaking of animation, uh, the CGI is pretty good. I mean, uh, Connor there... Uh, you know the 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 Superman slash Lex Luthor offspring. Uh, they did some good CGI uh, overall with him, and 
uh, Beast Boy needs to do more than just being a tiger. They really need to have have him be other characters. He needs which, to step I, up, yeah. But which, I think that's oh, which sorry. I think they're gonna do. I think they're gonna do that very soon. Yeah, they're gonna have his character evolve very soon, right? Because there was that scene where he was pretending to talk to Raven and yeah. about how to concentrate his powers as he's looking at other animals. So I really think later in the season we'll see different animals you know it, at least we're getting great character development there you know it's not just yeah. here's a super character and he can transform into anything he wants it actually takes concentration and willpower to be able to do that so i think that's great and i hope we see a little bit more of that coming up yeah absolutely i i think um this show has a lot of potential. I mean, it's been on for two seasons and now it's on its third. And HBO Max has said that they're going to be pumping more money into this show and giving it more, you know, options in, in terms of the effects that they're going to be using. So that's really good. And they want to expand this show into more characters. So I guess maybe the reason why they're killing off these people is because they're going to introduce other characters. And I believe, is it Kid Flash that shows up in the Titans? D? Uh, yeah, eventually. I hope he does. Yeah, he's supposed to be part of the Titans. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that character show up in the Titans. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not a bad show. It really isn't. It's not. It's not. I mean, we make it sound like it's a bad show. <laughs> I think. I think we haven't done um, enough to say good things about it. It, it is a good show. Throw a positive uh, out there. What do you like about it? Name one thing I, you like. I, I love the violence. I really okay. do. <laughs> I, I it's a it's finally something it's a little bit more violent and i watch disney plus shows and i watch cw shows and they're not gonna have the violence that this show has it's not their mo right uh -huh. so for me it's a breath of fresh air to see something really violent and you know aggressive i i want to see that i want a variety and this show does that for me and that's one of the reasons why i like this show it, it's out there it does things that a lot of shows can't do because of their demographics or the demographics they want to, you know, have the show being watched from. Uh, what about you guys? What what do you like about the show? For me, I know I said it was a little too rapid, but that aside, I like how they just tell you. Like, they go in head, head first. Like, oh, the Riddler, the Riddler broke out of jail again. Like, they don't waste four episodes giving you a backstory of who the Riddler is. Like, they just treat this as a comic book. Oh, we have to go see Scarecrow in prison. Who the heck Scarecrow? Well, it doesn't matter. He's a bad guy. That's all you need to know. Like, they... Yeah. This universe already exists. It's evolving. Anytime the TV's off, things have happened. Joker exists. Bad guys exist. Superheroes exist. They name drop the Justice League. Whereas the movies don't have the luxury of doing that. Every time they bring in a new character... They have to explain that character. Same mm -hmm. with the CW shows. I know this, like Supergirl. You get a new character. Sorry, you're gonna have uh, some filler episodes now, where you need to know why this character is a bad guy and how his wife left him, or so on and so on and so on. Here, you just yeah. need to understand there's superheroes and there's bad guys, and they fight. Doesn't make the Chris, writing bad. Chris, what do you like about it? Yeah, I really love the grittiness about it. You know, like. Elvin was saying how, you know, Disney Plus has to go a family-friendly route, where DC, it always seems like there was a darkness to it. 
and you know they're not afraid to go on a level where it it shocks us because you know what shock value really does help you know I like the character growth and the expectation of not having that expectation that that was about to happen you know when it's a shock to everyone and you weren't expecting that and uh you know one of the biggest things that i'm excited about this and it it was elvin who mentioned it to me i hope we see more of scarecrow he is such a creepy interesting character and so far you know they're they've given us a taste of him i really mm -hmm. hope we get a little more of him going in deeper into the season yeah. and hopefully next season yeah definitely I, I i see a lot of potential with the show growing i think season four if you know they decide to continue with the cast they're having the core cast i i think it's gonna be good and if you inject raven back into the show i think that's what I think is missing for me is I need Raven back in that show to get that chemistry with Beast Boy going. And hopefully maybe towards the end of season three, they do introduce her back in there. But uh, yeah, it does have potential. It's got its own fan base that wants to watch a specific you know type of show. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's an option out there, right? If people want to watch violence, here's a show that you can go and watch and you'll get that entertainment value. Um, what what do you think of so far the first three episodes? I know we kind of skimmed through the episodes that went to the end a little bit, but do you like where the show is going in terms of the Red Hood character? I know D, you're very near and dear. These characters are near and dear to you in some ways, and you're a big Nightwing fan. But speaking of Nightwing, yeah, let's get into that. And Nightwing, what do you think of the character and the actor? Oh, I think he's fine. Like I have no, I, I love him. I think I have no great. complaints. I have no complaints when it comes to both Jason and um, Nightwing. Yeah. I, I don't know about the... Do you like the suit? Oh, I love the suit. I think it's just perfect. It's not too over the top. I, I think it's good. It's a nice blend. Chris, what do you think about the, the character, that, the actor that plays Nightwing and the actual character Nightwing? You know, I actually, to be honest, after watching the first season, I love all the characters that they've chose. You know, you can tell Nightwing in each season that he hits this wall of conflict. And, you know, it's always going back and forth, especially when he was kind of envisioning Bruce Wayne as like a ghost in some of the scenes that was in season two. You know, it they're doing it so well and the actors playing it very well you know it's i'm drawn in and yeah they did a really good job casting this show so i have no complaints there have you oh, been forgiven that bruce's bruce's choice for actor like i've forgiven that <laughs> i was just gonna say that i was just gonna mention that what do you guys think of bruce wayne and the i think he's too old that... still i think like... yeah I think really? Alfred would be like 110 if that's supposed to be Bruce Wayne. <laughs> well, Alfred is dead in the show. Now he is, but they referenced him earlier. He's like, oh, Alfred, yeah. make me this. Like, How old is Alfred? Because Bruce looks yeah. like he's 60. So Yeah. I, I When they first casted this, uh, and he's from uh, Game of Thrones as well. Um, great actor. actor. Yeah, great. And nothing. I'm not taking anything away from the actor himself. 
Uh, he does a good job, but I yeah, I just thought the choice was odd. When I first heard about it, I'm like, this is pretty odd. Yeah. Be- I would have expected Bruce Wayne to be in his 50s, not in his 60s, right? So I would have been okay with that. And um, what what do you – I you know, I hate – I shouldn't say hate, but I don't like shows where they take a main actor or main character or superhero and sort of give nit little tidbits. Like, for example, I'm not a big fan of Gotham because they never show Batman till the very end. And they just give him a little, you know, because they don't, they can't show Batman. It's not part of oh, their yeah. unit. And so I kind of find that really annoying that they are having so much Batman in this. Like, oh, really? I thought you were going to say the opposite. Like you, you're happy they name dropped him so much. No, no, no I, I'm okay with name dropping, but I'm not, I'm not okay with the actors. Bruce Wayne is there all the time, but never dons the cape. Yeah. Right. It's just like, and then they don't even show the cowl. They show Robin's all day long, but they don't show his in the Batcave. Wouldn't it be side by side? Like, I don't they, understand they that. They should be, yeah. They right? Like, want... I mean, even... <laughs> do, you, do you not find that odd? Like, Chris, what do you think? I, I do, but I don't. You know, we're watching a show that is about a new group of heroes, the Titans. You know, and when you introduce batman and you give that little hint you know we all know who he is you know we don't need that visual reference it'd be nice if they had the uh costume on display but you know they want us to focus more on the titans than batman batman but that's also on the other hand he's in so many episodes which you know going back to um your up you brought up the fact that this actor is playing Bruce Wayne. It's hard for me to picture him as Bruce Wayne because everything I've seen him in, he's always been someone evil. So I'm just, I can picture him, okay, what's his plan? You know, he's he, he's planning something. But... Uh, yeah. Well, they, de- they definitely made him, so- uh, made him, portrayed him as a really, uh, you know, a, a big douchebag. You know, in this uh, in the series, they made him like the evil dad, you know, the abusive dad that treated his kids terribly. And look what the outcome was. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I just find that really weird that they would keep, you know, curb stopping this character. I mean, and then if, if you want to focus on Titans and you want these characters to be the focal point, don't introduce Batman. Don't bring him back to Gotham. Why are you bringing them back to Gotham and, and going to the Batcave in the mansion? Everyone is going to look around. When when we see close-ups of the Batcave and the mansion, we're looking for Easter eggs of Batman. We don't even care about Titans at that point. I mean, when, when I saw the Batcave, did, I don't care about Titans. I care about the Batcave. Am do I going to see the Batmobile? Right? Do you forgive it because they made him peace out? Like, you're like, oh, I, I, I don't want to do this anymore, and he just leaves? Are you... <laughs> I, found, I found that so silly. <laughs> um... Yeah, all right. Peace out. See you later. You're on I your did, own, I did like the scene, though. Like, it shows you how much of, like, you're not okay, man. When he's like, oh, so do you want to be Robin now? Like, it's like you have an addiction to just needing Robins. Because after they thought Jason died and Dick's trying to talk him down, he's all like jittery. And he's like, oh, so you came back. Do you want to be my Robin again? He's like, uh, we're talking about Jason now, your dead kid. I, feel, but okay. I felt bad. I, I felt, felt bad, bad for him. I did like that scene a lot. But you yeah. can tell he's like not okay in the head. 
Like, people joke about it and say, like, oh, how sane can he be? He dresses up as Batman and does this every day. Well, He's not know, sane at all. You want to know what's crazy about that whole situation that you just brought up? You know, we get this Batman who is a Dark Knight hero, but one of his issues, you know, because we're not all uh, 100% and proper, it's a codependent relationship he has built with having yeah. Robin there. And he probably feels like he can't be who he is without having Robin by his side. You know, Dick is still there, but he's on his, he's going his own direction now. And we got Bruce Wayne coming back and, you know, and codependent relationships aren't always healthy. And that's what they're portraying in this season as Barbara yeah. Gordon has brought up when they went over to the house and chatted. And that yeah. was a pretty intense conversation. So when you look at it from that standpoint, it's almost scary that they introduced it that way and how it could be portrayed, you know, codependent relationships. Yeah. Whoever thought Batman would have had that. We all thought he was perfect, but guess what? He isn't. It's what interesting. Your, oh, go ahead. I was going to ask you guys quickly. Um, what are your thoughts about, and Dean knows where I'm going with this, is that boy in the restaurant in the beginning of the episode. I was wondering at the beginning. I was going to talk about I was going to talk about Oh, okay, him. perfect. Yeah. Um, I was wondering when I first started watching, I was like, what is this kid? And then right away, I'm like, wait a minute. Already? You're going to introduce the third Robin? <laughs> Already? Like, we haven't even delve into the second one as much and you're going to go into the third one already i'm like i th i like the choice i like the uh, the actor so far i think fits the bill but yeah too soon what do you think d so in the comic i think it was called a lonely place of dying it was kind of flipped so we see batman needing like he's codependent in the comic he became cynical and he distanced himself. So Tim showed up to be like, you need a Robin because you're spiraling and you're becoming more aggressive and violent. And this... Yeah, and that's what Chris was alluding to. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. this, though, Batman's more vocal about it. Like, you can see that he's not okay. So yeah. I do think it is too soon, though. I mean, that's what I mean by condensing all of these stories into, like, a season is is hard, but that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, Red Hood time. Oh, Red Hood's done. We need Tim in now. Seven Tim. Here we go. Uh, um, Jason's going to be a, uh, maybe a good guy, maybe a bad guy. Let's make him an anti-hero for the last episode. Like, they're just steamrolling through these. So, and... Uh, let, let, let's hope that it, it steamrolls into the in, into a good season. Yeah. Uh, it has the potential. They have the characters. The actors are good. Uh, let's hope that, you know, the next four or five episodes that we get, the story develops in a good way. And um, let's hope that Stargirl, uh, not Stargirl, what's her name? Starfire. <laughs> like, what? Get... There's a crossover <laughs> episode I missed? <laughs> oh, great. Sorry, yeah. Hey, there, there was talk about a crossover, a big one. Remember in the Arrow, when the Arrowverse collapsed? Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I just wonder what the deal with her is. I just Let's get her story over with. And where's her sister? Do you remember in uh, season two at the end? Her sister like possessed her bodyguard, right? And then killed him. Yeah. And then that was it. 
and then Starfire's like, oh, my sister killed my parents and started a coup and is now taking over the throne. Okay. And now what? <laughs> you stop talking about her. Yeah. And it's like, she doesn't exist right now. So I'm wondering what the, what the deal with that. Yeah. And maybe she's controlling her or something, possessing her some way. Well, we'll find out very soon. Uh, season uh, Episode 4 or 5, I think, is going to delve into that. And we'll talk about that uh, next week. And it'll be full of spoilers, too. So if you're not watching, go ahead and watch it. It, it is promising. You know, I, I think all of us can agree on it. It has promise and potential to be good Season 3. Uh, if you can get through Season 2, you'll be fine. you got to get through Season 2. It, it's a bit of a chore. Uh, and uh, Season 3, I think it, it, it's going to be good. In my opinion, so far, it is good. It can get better. Um, do you guys recommend this for people? If they're yeah. not even DC? If, what if they're not DC fans? I, I Yeah, I recommend it still. You have to be okay with it being full-on comic booky world where people are running around in tights. They, that might be ridiculous to some people, but this is a drama with serious tones. <laughs> yeah. But Dr. Light's going to show up in one episode and... <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. just ridiculously so yeah I, I, I think it's a, it's a worth watching if you're not a huge fan I think it's still worth watching if you like to see violence and you want to see good action this is the show for you uh, Chris do you recommend this to people uh, definitely it's like drama thriller you know if you like CSI and you like special victims unit it's a little bit of all that rolled up into comic characters. So Yeah, a little, little detective work, yeah. Yeah, so if you like that stuff, definitely, you know, you definitely cannot not like violence because there definitely is some violence in there. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you're not a fan of violence, don't watch it. Yeah. But no, I, I've been enjoying it so far. I've Again, I enjoyed season one, so I can't wait to see how this kicks season two's butt. I think it won't be that hard. I I don't think it will be that hard. (laughs) And we're making it sound like season two is that bad. It's not that bad. You just got to get through it. (laughs) Yeah. A lot Uh, happens. Was there anything else that you guys want to add? Nope. Nope. I'm just curious to see what they plan on doing with this. So fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Exactly. All right. um, Let's get into our um, our third topic. It is... Obviously, the Disney Plus show that is going on right now called What If. And um, we have episode two to talk about. I missed episode one with you guys, but I will quickly tell you guys that I enjoyed episode one. Um, I did like that trade off of having um, Captain Carter. I I thought it was cool. Um, Did you like her design? Yeah. And that's see, that's how you make a female new character not overly powerful and not disrespecting the other people in the room. This was a good character and I, I, I'm happy to see this character come about. And they did say that some of these characters might uh, cross over into the other MCU worlds. So I like that. And then I also like that relationship she had with Rogers, even though Steve Rogers was not a jacked up super soldier. Mm-hmm. She still liked him for who he was. Yeah. I like and that. And that, that that's how you do things uh, i hope kevin smith is listening and understanding that's how you develop new female characters <laughs> along with other characters and not step on 
and shit on other characters. Oh, no. <laughs> right? Oh. I had to get that in there. I'm still not done. Uh, oh, no. I had to get that in there. But, no, it was done well. I liked that episode. Uh, so, yeah, I just want to quickly say that. I know, I know you guys uh, touched on episode one or whatever, and you guys liked it. Um, but episode two drop. Uh, already better than episode one, I think, in my opinion, having said what I said yes. about episode one. Yeah. Uh, do you uh, want to start off with that? What, episode uh, two? I loved it. It was a nice send-off for Chadwick. Basically, take Star Wars story and make him a Mary Sue. Make him just win at everything all the time, and then there you have uh, you have this version of him. And some people might hate that. I don't think I've heard anyone complaining, but he's just so charming. All the uh, wins he's getting, just the voice, just, just yeah. hearing his voice, Chadwick's voice. Um, I, I I shed a little tear. I absolutely loved Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. I thought he was. Phenomenal. I, I can't see anybody else taking the throne of that. Uh, literally taking the throne of the fact Black that Panther. he wasn't even a Black Panther in this, but he was just himself. Yeah. He's still His... T'Challa, and he's still that cool. I was like, oh, I love this character. I love this voice actor. I love this actor. This is just, yeah, I'm, I'm going to miss him a lot. Yeah. I mean, I already um... do, but this just reminded me. <sighs> and it reminded me of. You know something special that you know has left us, right? So yeah, it, it it was so nice to get that voice, and you know they did say that he is gonna have, he is gonna show up in a few more episodes. That's cool. I hope so. Yeah, so it's not a one-off thing. There's gonna have some more uh, uh, episodes, and apparently he was very excited to do these when yeah. he was asked to do it. He was very excited, and he wanted to do it, and which is a uh, re- very refreshing to hear because. You know, you get a lot of other actors who, you know, Robert Downey Jr., uh, who, uh, <laughs> who, who kind of shun away from it and didn't want to do it. But you know, it's it's so cool to hear his voice again. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, let's get into the episode. So you know, it's basically a mirror of what Guardians One was, where you know, uh, Star Lord goes into this the the planet and tries to steal the the you know the stone. The purple stone, um, and it's exact play out of that. Except, D, what happens when he? Gets uh, he meets <laughs> so Korath, the guard there. Yeah. Originally, they don't know who Starlord is, and they're like, "I'm Starlord, man," and he's like, are, "Who?" <laughs> I love that scene. Here, he's like, "Wait a minute, are you the legendary Starlord?" So right off the oh, start, <laughs> you can tell like this guy's just loved everywhere he goes. So. Yeah. He convinces him to spar with him. He's like, okay, I'm sorry about this, but I have to arrest you. Now it's time for a classic throwdown with Star-Lord. I'm excited to get this done. Like, everything Star-Lord does just he impresses him. He is the biggest fanboy ever. <laughs> yeah. And I love that. I love That joke never got tired to me. So he asked him, this is also something I love about this episode, he asked him if he can join the Ravagers. And I thought that would just be a throwaway joke. But after Star-Lord beats him and takes the stone, he carries him out with him. <laughs> to fulfill his wish of joining the team oh, and man. like i said he's just charming right yeah so then it ends up with yondu showing up to save them and because yondu's the ride so yeah. we see here that he's on good terms with yondu the complete opposite of peter yeah. quill who yondu yeah. is like i'm gonna kill you if i see you again sort of situation <laughs> so like chris said this is like a complete mirror world of guardians of the galaxy one what did you Every- what did you guys think about it yeah, Chris, chime in here. 
I loved it. I'll be honest. At first, watching it, it was a bit tough because, you know, when we've seen it from the movies of what actually happened to it being changed, you know, we're not used to having that change. But, you know, once this episode kept playing, it's just like the first episode with Captain Carter. You know, it's such a good story. Again, we were all happy... And I was shocked. I didn't know uh, Chadwick was able to film his voice for the animation. I was not expecting that. But it was definitely part of one of the... It was the best part of this episode. and it, know, it touches your heart. It touches your heart. It does. And, you know, even though we got this whole new storyline with different characters... You know, one thing that I loved about his character as Star-Lord, they kept his costume on point as if he was Black Panther in space. You know, there yeah, were, the, with the necklace and everything. Yeah. yeah, there were hints of it there. I love that. Um, you know, there was so much that I loved about this episode and I can't wait to watch it again. You know, the main thing about this episode that was a bit hard to watch was Thanos being all good. I'm like, oh man, it was so awkward. Let's get I'm into like... that. Let, yeah, definitely get into that. All right, okay, Chris, you, you since you want you brought it up, what is your take on Thanos in this alternative universe? He he almost seemed a bit obnoxious and like hard to like, but. You know, as the episode progressed, I'm like, okay, so he could actually be a funny character. You know, yeah, we're so used to seeing this big, powerful, you know, I'm going to cut out 50% of the human race, which he always loves to bring up through this episode. <laughs> yeah, he's always thinking. And, it, you know, also Josh Brolin came back to voice him again, which was, mm -hmm. I thought was really cool because... After hearing Josh Brolin as Thanos, I don't think I can hear anybody else as Thanos. No. It, it has to be Josh doing it. D, what do you think? I love that. I love that. Once again, T'Challa is just like, hey, so we can settle our differences by talking. And that's all it took, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they sat over a couple of beers and just hashed it all out. Right? Yeah. So. But the thing that it reminds me of is when you're playing a video game and you're fighting a boss for like two hours and then the boss joins your team and he's just this useless, weak thing now. <laughs> Thanos in this episode wasn't the man he was in the MCU. Like he was getting, he still held his own, but you could tell like he could possibly lose all the fights that they were in. Like at one point yeah. he was fighting the Black Order and he almost lost and... Where was all that power you had in the movie, man? Yeah, definitely. He punched the Hulk, for goodness sake. Well, I mean, in fairness... That was without though, a stone. He was just using his, like... Yeah, but, I mean, the Black Order is not to be, you know, messed around with either. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why Thanos picked them out of all the people that he could pick. They are elite fighters, right? That's fair, that's true. They are elite fighters, and, and there were multiple of them fighting him, and he fought all of them. He held his own. So, yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying, that he's not as powerful as we think he can be. I didn't hate but, it because it would just yeah. be weird if you had this character who just steamrolls through everything and every problem they have. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. I, I think they did, did enough 
but they had to make him comical right I, I think that was the the point that a lot of people had to get wrap their heads around is like he's funny he's nice he's uh, do i dare say charming a little bit they <laughs> like <laughs> like likable like you know what i mean like it's just like oh my god i actually like thanos now like that was the crazy part is like you actually like this character like he stood up for his team right and uh that's the crazy wacky of what if it, it, it is supposed to be it's supposed to make your head you know it's like you know think like you're supposed to scratch your head and go oh my god like what's going on here right so i, I think they did a good job and so you know the show basically is about like a heist you know we got gamora and chris do you want to touch on gamora like how she looks in this oh um oh it's nebula, nebula. i mean sorry nebula sorry nebula uh yeah it's like, oh i missed her <laughs> uh nebula uh again they brought back the original voice character for and at first i thought it's interesting especially when we got the action figures from hasbro dropped and it was weird seeing her with that beautiful kind of hair but you know in the cartoon once it kept playing on it was kind of cool it was almost like 007 you know she's a spy yeah. and you got this whole again everything's out of whack everything's very different in this universe so we just get this other version of her and you know what i'm kind of liking it i'm liking it a little bit more than the nebula that we got you know she seems a bit broody and whiny but this one you know she takes action she's amazing at what she does she plans ahead and you know she stands up for herself especially that scene in the bar with thanos so absolutely yeah she was amazing Are you gonna buy her toy uh you know what i already Since... pre-ordered everything for all of us so don't worry <laughs> never mind chris <laughs> don't you guys worry about that i'll take care of that for you guys because that question we talked about last week you know does this show make you want to buy the toys and last week i said well maybe i'll get the zombie captain america but I'm actually really considering getting the figures, so I'm excited for them. Yeah, I think they're they're great. I can't wait to see the rest of the figures come to life in the other episodes of What If. Um, so they're basically trying to go to the collector, and let's talk about him. Like he looks <laughs> jacked. Somebody's like been working out. <laughs> like somebody is in the gold gym. Because originally I was just like, just go there and punch him in the face and take the embers of uh, Genesis. Problem solved. Yeah. But then I saw him. I was like, oh, okay, maybe not. <laughs> I I love the the fact that he has Quark's arm. Did you, you notice that? Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, Quark's arm. That's why his arm is rocky. Oh yes, rock. like yes. he put it he put it on and used it as a weapon. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna detach this and put this power on. You know. I'm like, oh man, they killed him <laughs> off. I really liked him. <laughs> he was funny. Uh, so, Chris, uh, so we basically have this, you know, scene where Chadwick is trying to find the, like the alluded to right now, the Ember. Is it Ember? Sorry. Oh, um, yeah. Embers of Genesis. Ember of Genesis. Yes. That's it. Which is another way of Thanos to basically get what he wants is to bal uh, create balance, right? Yeah. Which I find funny because it's like, he wants to kill people, but there's another way to do it. And he's just like, but I want to kill people still, right? 
is it okay is, to do that? Yeah. <laughs> this is the good balance, you know. Again, yeah, the good everything's balance. opposite. Exactly. Um, so Chris, what do you what do you think about um the the part where Chadwick is not I keep saying Chadwick cuz I want to say it, but <laughs> uh, Star-Lord uh, aka Black Panther aka Chadwick. Uh, he's walking by and his necklace rings. Yes. That was cool, right? That was unexpected, and uh, you know, it again, it's a bit of an Easter egg for us because there was another ship back there. I don't know if you guys noticed. Oh, do tell. Uh, it, I believe it was the um, <laughs> in Thor Ragnarok, what um, his pleasure what? ship, <laughs> it was in the background, you know, the circular one. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, it was in the background on the collector's Good collection. eye, good eye. Um, but no, this was so cool. You know, he was walking by the ship. His necklace started going off. And he walked onto the ship, and it all lit up. And then he gets this message from his father. Because in earlier on in the episode, it, it it's explained to us that, you know, they kidnapped the kid. And then which was a funny scene yes <laughs> you know we'll talk you about the, that in a second yeah yeah did you get the kid you know they accidentally abducted uh black <laughs> panther instead of quill yeah so in in the spaceship basically this is a, a ship that was sent out from wakanda into space which is crazy that it could travel into space and basically that's a distress call from the dad saying that you know he wants his son back and that he's been missing and kidnapped and you have this character going wait what i was kidnapped i thought i was just like picked up and my planet was destroyed because that's what yandu uh, told him as a kid right that your planet exploded and we saved you pretty much that was the reason why they grabbed him and he was uh, immediately upset about that which is rightly so uh, what do you guys think of that, uh, the way how they, you know, explained to him that this is the reason why we took you? Did you, did you like that or no? Um, I mean, he just lied to him for no reason. He, he's just like, I want a kid. I <laughs> yeah. want a kid. I'm going to take you. <laughs> like, they could have easily just well, put him yeah. back in the field. <laughs> Let's go back to what Chris, you know, how he was a doctor. Why? What happened? What, what was the screw up there, Chris? Uh, so, because everything that happened originally happens differently. So, in the movie, if you guys remember, his father asked them yeah. to take Peter up into space. So, yeah. that's who they were going after. But in this what if, they ended up taking Black Panther. So, they lied to him. Where in the movie, they told him straight up that... You know, your dad told us to come and get you and, uh, you know, take you on. So, but as him as a kid and as the character in the cartoon, he was all about adventure, you know, and yeah. his father was against that, you know. Yeah. He didn't want to veer off outside the, the, the dome. dome. Yeah, 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 because it's all hate, anger. And he, it's so peaceful there, but he wanted to go off. So, 
you know, when he was on that ship, Chad, I'm just going to say it, Chadwick was saying how he wanted to go above and beyond, and Yondu said, uh, yeah. we'll take you there. And we'll show you why why one planet when we can show you. That's such a great line. Oh, so we, good. we can show you the universe or the galaxy or whatever he said. It was such a great moment. I like that. Um, and one of the reasons why they honed in on him is because the energy that was Wakanda was giving off, right? And they thought that that was him, not Wakanda, right? Yeah. Because what uh, uh, Chris Pratt's character, uh, Star Lord, in the movie was he's a celestial, so they were able to hone in on his energy, and and pick him up. But yeah, so we you know we go to the to the end where he confronts Yondu and explains. Uh, or ask why you did that. Uh, D, you know, take us to that process there. Um, basically, I think they're all in captured at this point. Yeah, and he's pissed. Yeah, right. <laughs> and even when he's mad, he's still like nice about it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm mad, but let's talk it out. Yeah, <laughs> let's get some so ice they, tea and talk about it. <laughs> they hash it out, but they still have to complete their mission. So. T'Challa just goes off and confronts, um, is his name? I don't know his real name. The Collector. Yeah. While Thanos and Nebula are trying to do their thing. And Yondu and his crew are also designated to do their thing. So I don't know what to describe this as, but it was fast paced and action filled. And I like that because you did get that cool fight scene with the Collector and him. Mm-hmm. Um, you did get the confrontation with Yondu and Star Lord, but then they resolve it within like the same. It it, five... it was very fast paced. <laughs> yeah, very, he's very like, I'm, I'm sorry I did that, but I saw a kid with potential who wanted to see the universe. It, oh, okay, well, I understood. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it you know they're trying to condense a movie into what thirty minutes or less, yeah. right? And uh, so the dialogue's got to be quick and snappy, and I think that they did a pretty decent job. Mm-hmm. I, I think with the with, with the time they had. Do you guys? Speaking of that, do you guys wish it was a bit longer? I'm okay with the time frame. You're okay with that, Chris? What do you think? I feel like you know what I'm fine with the time frame. I feel like if they try and make it too long, then they have to try and add too much and. It could ruin the whole storyline that they came up with in a short time frame. So, you know what? With what they've done with the uh, WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, they're so good at it. I'm fine with it. They reduced right. filler, basically. So I'm happy yeah. with that. All right. And what about the ending? What did you guys take from the ending? They're so nice. Um, basically, Yondu takes him back to Wakanda. He's like, I'm sorry I lied to you, blah, blah, blah. And his dad's still alive. His family's still alive. They all dine together. And um, the king's basically like, so, like, how did you end up in that spaceship? And Star was like, oh, they saved me. It's so nice. How you didn't yeah. throw Yondu under the you bus. You didn't throw him under the bus. <laughs> and he's like, this is, this is my space family, basically. Yeah. So it's like his two families dining together. That's so Yandu cool. tells him that uh, he's a hero across the universe from all of his deeds. Yeah. Like this was just the perfect send off. I said it at the start and I'll say it again. Like this was the best episode that Chadwick could have gotten. Everything ended yeah. perfectly. Everything was perfect about it. 
under and, normal circumstances would it have and, bothered and they me? do do a they yeah. do a normal uh, they do pay it off at the end about you know in, in memory of him right at the end yeah after the credits roll so that was a nice touch as well mm-hmm. um yeah i mean I, I think it was another great episode what would you get give this out of 10 guys let's 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 vote on that this is hard because it makes me sound biased but um at no point was i bored I laughed through the whole thing, especially when um, Korak was like, so me and my best friend Star-Lord, like he refers to him as that the whole episode. <laughs> I was I was never bored. I'm giving this one a nine. Okay, nine. Fair enough. Okay, Chris? Uh, so for the ending, for me, it made me want Dairy Queen. Oh, oh yeah, we didn't I even talk about, about that. that. Yeah. How yeah, did you okay. forget? So oh, yes. The okay. ending, we are left back on Earth and this guy's mopping the floor and then all of a sudden he hears a sound and he turns around and here we got peter quill listening to music and who does he turn around to see good old daddy his father and he's wearing his dq hat so that was a great little it felt like it could have been an end credit scene yeah it was pretty cool but... Was was Dairy Queen in Guardians of the Galaxy yes, too? Yep. Where yep. where the world was being yep. terraformed? Yeah. Absolute, okay. Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. That's why it. I was like, this looks familiar. The scene looks familiar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was the old old Dairy Queen. Yeah. Uh, for this episode, you know what? I thought it was a perfect mix of everything: action, storyline. I'm giving it a ten. Whoa! Wow! Yeah. Ooh, wow. I really this was, enjoyed this. Was it. perfection. This was yeah. perfection. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So you got a nine and a ten. Um, you know, I, I'm gonna have to sit right in between the two of you and go nine point five. This was borderline perfection. Uh, I think I would have given it a ten if it was a tad bit longer and had more character development. I think it would have given it a ten. But I understand why they have a short. Uh, but yeah, nine point five. This was a great episode. It was fun. Mm-hmm. We got to see different characters, uh, in different roles. Uh, old uh, old characters that we're used to seeing them in different roles, like Thanos. Uh, but yeah, no, it was um, great episode, and uh, I think it was better than episode one. Uh, I didn't. Did you guys vote on? Uh, did you guys give a mark out of ten in that episode? I can't even remember, but I would have given it an eight. I think we did, Chris. Yeah. It was both an eight. Okay, I'm I'm gonna sit with you guys on that. I'm gonna say eight as well. It was a good episode, not bad. Yeah. Yeah, definitely eight on that one. But yeah, I mean, episode two definitely was great. I'm looking forward to seeing what episode three will bring, and I'm hoping it stays on that high level number that we are voting in. I think it will. They didn't done a pretty good job so far. Mm-hmm. Safe to say, it's gonna be pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, so. Yeah, that is the what if, and it comes out every Wednesday on Disney Plus. So we're lo- we're gonna be talking about that on every week's uh, when we do our weekly podcast. But uh, we have a little bit of a treat. We have a bonus topic today. It is hot off the press. Uh, we just got word of it, and we do our podcast a couple of days before it drops. But uh, we just were just about to get into our podcast and get ready to do it, and then all of a sudden, bam! We get uh, a trailer drop. What a it, drop. What a drop. It is the Spider-Man uh, trailer for Spider-Man 3. Uh, all right. Wow. It just hit a smack dab right when we were about to go. So 
We didn't want to ignore it. We want to talk about it. So it's a bonus topic. So let's uh, quickly talk about the trailer. It wasn't a long trailer, but uh, let's uh, give our thoughts on it. D, you want to start it off? Um, so since it was so new, I didn't get to watch it five times in a row like I normally would. I watched it, and then we came here to talk. So from the last movie, his, his identity was outed. We yeah. have the press hounding him all the time, his fellow classmates, the police. We see one scene where he's handcuffed to the, yeah. the, the desk at the precinct. And he's basically struggling with life right now. So he gets desperate and he goes to Dr. Strange and who, who for him. some who for some reason doesn't have the heat on. Yeah, I don't know. There, that's probably a spell. <laughs> what is up with that? That's yeah, probably that's a spell a... that that something went wrong with one of their spells, like in all these magic movies and shows where it's, and it's Wu wacky is pissed. And like he's bad. <laughs> he's leaving. He's going on vacation. Yeah. You see him he with his is luggage. Going to some sunny Florida. Yeah. Right? And Peter begs him, like, hey, so can you maybe erase everyone's memory on my identity being out there? And Doctor Strange is like, yeah, sure. Wong's like, yeah, don't do that because it's dangerous. And Doctor Strange gives him that the coy wink. Oh, my God. And that bothered Elvin. To uh, me, I was like, yeah, yeah okay, I'm, whatever. I'm going to wait till you guys say what you have to say, and then I'll give my 30-minute rant like Chris says. Yeah. So that reminded me of, um, I think it was one, one More Day or One Moment in Time or whatever that one was where Mephesto arranges for Reed, Stark, and Doctor Strange to do the same thing after he outed himself in Civil War. Immediately, I already have a problem with him revealing his identity or the writers revealing it because you just wrote yourself into a corner. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate when they do that. Yep. Like now you got to come up with a good reason. This is Disney trying to get cute. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, not to mention that they have a scroll on their side, so they could have posed as both Peter and Spider-Man in the same room, or have Spider-Man swing by and be like, "Yeah, that's not me, guys. Sorry," and solved everyone's problem. But no, you got to go to Doctor Strange. Obviously, this is gonna malfunction, which it does because Peter doesn't shut the heck up. He's still making these weird rookie mistakes. <laughs> oh man, I just uh, you know I'm gonna bite my tongue and wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> and they broke time and space continuum, so it seems like everything's just breaking time and space lately. Yeah. And you get to see uh, Goblin Bomb, Doc Ock's arms, and Electro's lightning. So you got these actors who reprise their roles in previous movies, which is exciting too. I, I want to see what they do with this. Will that be one scene at the end where the Sinister Six of the multiverse unites to fight Peter? Like, what's going on here? All right. Chris, what do you think? Um, it's hard. I was excited to see this trailer drop. And when I was watching it, you know, there's... It's... Uh, I'm kind of mixed thinking about it now, hearing uh, Dee's opinion on it, it's kind. Of, it kind of sucks that they're using this, his identity is exposed to move into another part of an MCU movie, you know, because they go into the multiverse and using that to build this storyline. The other thing is, it was awesome when we seen the Goblin Bomb and we seen Doc Ock but is this also kind of playing off of what we've already seen in Loki where, you know, we're replaying these histories 
and yeah. I don't know. I think it's gonna. There's be a lot cool. of sighing going on, so <laughs> I'm worried for you. <laughs> I, I just I don't know what to expect. It again yeah. to visually, it looks like it's gonna be good. I'm hoping for the best. I will probably go see it, and you know, definitely, it's such a theater movie to go see. You know. Yeah, it definitely needs to be watched in the theaters for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, curious. Uh, yeah, that makes. Uh, I don't know if I the... like or hate it yet, but I'm certainly curious. It's piqued <laughs> my interest. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Chris, anything else before I go off? No, I'm gonna make mine short and quick because, uh, yeah. You I'll I'll, I'll make mine very short and quick too. I this is not the trailer that I was looking forward to. The, what what is this? This is heart garbage, you know. Like I mean, you're gonna tell me that oh Spider Man was talking, so that's why Doctor Strange's important spell. Like this is such an important spell. Why would you not tell Peter to just stay over there and shut up? Like let me do my thing, and then it's just so goofy. I just find it so like insulting. Like we have Doctor Strange who in the in the movies that he was in including his movie and the you know the end game and infinity saga he was so strict and so focused on protecting the earth realm making sure that people from other dimensions i mean heck he fought dormammu from an uh, a dimension and to protect his and he was so like you know if you watch him in all the movies he's so protective of this dimension and he's so protective of doing what's right and not abusing his powers. He's just like Peter nonchalantly comes in and goes, "Hey, uh, hey, Doc, I was wondering if you could just, you know, whip up something for me." And he's like, "Sure." And then the wink, like, is this the is this Doctor Strange or is this some character playing Doctor Strange? Like, it's it's just so different than the, yeah, I know, right? It, it could be somebody else playing Doctor Strange. And it's not really him. He's stuck in an alternative multiverse or something, trying to get out. That would that would alleviate my uh, my anger if that was to happen. <laughs> but I just find it so weird and just so annoying. Like everyone like has watched it, are loving it, and that's fine. That's that's their that's their own thing. But I just I look between the lines and I go, "What is this? Like you're gonna explain how the multiverse happens because of an accident?" With Peter running his mouth, like how this whole thing's gonna come about, it just sounds so weird. I don't know, D. What do you think? Like, um, am, I forgot am to, I forgot wrong? to mention. No, you're not wrong. This seems like a okay. So what I, despite what I think in the movies, they have a trend of introducing very crucial key moments at weird times, like when he unmasks himself it's right at the end of the first movie that seems like that's a major plot point but they put it at the end and then the next movie his identity is just hey may knows who he is now same thing with this like we're gonna use this quick spell it's gonna be simple and clean and bam boom you're done nope we broke this and now it's leading to this whole new movie like making people act stupid to progress a plot point is something i don't like so I really this... don't like. I I, get, I consider Doctor Strange a very intelligent. They're all character. smart characters. They're all supposed to be geniuses. But they were, had this slapstick moment that broke time and space. So to me, that's just weird. It, it um, definitely is. It's it's a, such an odd way to do things. And then they do that that trope where it's like, oh no, 
the people I care about will forget my identity as Spider-Man and the relationships we built. Well, you already established they don't care. So you might as well just erase everyone's memory and then tell those same people that you're Spider-Man. It'll be fine. You already established that. I, you didn't I just, even tell yeah. May. May I mean, walked in on you. So, <laughs> Yeah, you never told. They accidentally discovered your identity. So it's not like you did tell them. And you could just go ahead and tell the people that are important to you again because you saw their reaction. So it should be easier the second time around, right? One of the re uh, one of the reasons why he hesitated in telling everybody is because he was worried how they would think and how it would affect his ability to take care of them in case the bad guys found out who they were, etc. and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, he's an intelligent character. Peter Parker is supposed to be a very smart character. And when he comes into that sanctum and it, uh, he just sounds like a child sounds like um dr strange i was wondering if you can help me like it doesn't sound like peter parker the teenager that's growing up and the intelligent teenager that he is supposed to be from the comics it just i don't know and then, then they go to this downstairs basement i guess <laughs> you know like maybe it's the man cave that dr strange built or something and He's like, yeah, let me just whip up this, you know, really important and powerful spell. And yeah, I'll do you. A, I'll do you a solid kid. It, it just, I don't know. I, I know I'm okay with that. Like he earned the right for people to forget who he is. Like he saved the universe or he but, helped I mean, save it. Doesn't Dr. Strange know how dangerous these spells are? But I think yeah. you hit it on the head when you were talking about it earlier. Like that wink that he does just doesn't seem like him so maybe it's someone who's disguised as him like which would kind of explain the snow in the background like maybe he casted a spell and it didn't work and he doesn't know how to fix it you know it, but who would it be i think it is him and i think they dumbed him down or as elvin put it and made but, him cutesy because right it's there, a Spider-Man doesn't, doesn't that bother you that you just said that? It dumbs him down. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just like... The, Everyone, no, everyone's looking at the bright, beautiful, shiny toys that they're seeing with, uh, you know, with the Goblin and the Doc. Everyone's seeing that, but they're not seeing right down the middle here how stupid this is being laid out. None of the Spider-Man films have been the tone that I would expect them or want them to be. Like, even in this third movie, it's still the same immature peter that we've gotten before like it's it's high wonder, school musically i wonder if this is sony saying hey let's do this <laughs> you know like <sighs> because they have a hand in this too right so i wonder if their their people are saying no no no, no. we want dr strange to be stupid and funny because it worked great with venom right so i need to see more of dr strange before yeah I I mean, obviously, we're all going to watch this. It's a, it's a no-brainer. Because but... that, that wink could mean anything. That could be him like, hey, check this out. I'm showing off. Because he was pretty cocky. Yeah, so he's, but... He he's was... impressing as, as but... another superhero companion. I don't know, man. Like, I'm trying to look at the bright side. But you look at him from Endgame and, and, and Infinity War, and you're like, okay, that's not the Doctor Strange that I was, you know, led to believe, right? Completely this is different. a different Doctor Strange. It's, it's just like, yeah, very comical and very weird. Yeah, I guess he, he does make some jokes here and there in the other movies. But it but... is MCU. I mean, Thor called his umbrella hammer in the house and it smashed through all the China. And, like, they do weird <laughs> things like that sometimes. Like, you know? Yeah, like... but, but this is this is something that's going to break the fabric of the MCU universe. Right? This is monumental. This which, moment which is to monumental. Me, 
this to me shouldn't have been in a Spider-Man movie. Exactly. Thank you. That's but now that it is, and because all of these Spider-Man movies have the same tone, now this one does. So I don't even think like 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 you guys think it's not Doctor Strange, like it's a guy in disguise. Like no, no I think I, that's I, didn't, just... I didn't say that. I just say Oh, but I'm just saying, you know, Chris kind of ran off with that theory, and you never know. It could be right. There's been weird Watch it. it it's just another scroll. But, yeah, but I think I mean, he's a product of his environment, and his environment yeah. is the Spider-Man movie. So yeah. everyone's all... Remember, like, Night Monkey? Like, what is that? What is that all about? Exactly. <laughs> like, they just do weird things. So. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll definitely watch this. Um, I'm, I'm sure they're going to drop another trailer. That's certain. It's showing up in December. So we're going to probably see another trailer, and I'm thinking October. Christmas, right? Yeah, Christmas time. So I think we're going to see another one. Yeah. So we'll see in October. We'll probably see another final one in November. Uh, Do you think that they're going to be showing Green Goblin? Because they just sold the bomb, right? I think so. Do do you think William Dafoe is going to show up? Yeah. Man, what is he, like 70 now? (laughs) (laughs) Like, is he going to be able to hang on to that glider or what? Like, I mean... (laughs) It's okay. They can keep him masked. Like, Maybe they'll have, have like uh, guardrails on the glider so he, can, he won't fall <laughs> off, right? He's got a walker with a Yeah, he's got a walker, a metal walker on fabricated him. on the glider, right? He won't fall off. But uh, yeah, no, it, it was cool to see the ending there with that. It's nostalgic for us because, you know, the last time we saw Doc Ock, I can't remember the gentleman's name, but we saw that, what, over 20 years ago, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, time flies by, right, Chris? <laughs> Jeez, I feel so old. <laughs> yeah, so we saw him 20 years ago plus or something like that, and it, it's nice to see that. That, that scene made me back. curious now that you brought because Peter was in a suit and tie at that point. So it's like he's going on living his everyday life, and these dudes just show up. So what do you think that's all about? Do you think they accidentally merged universes and the new villain showed up that way? I don't know what's going on here right now. It's. I, I'm sure what the trailer didn't do justice of explaining out things. Obviously not. And I need to see another trailer mm-hmm. to really see what's going on here because this trailer was weak sauce, as my friend would say it. it was, people are all hyped up and jumping around like monkeys. Uh, this was weak sauce for me. This was not the trailer I wanted to see. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah. Weak, I mean, it's my opinion, right? I mean, everyone has their own opinions. And my, my son loved it. My son was jumping up and down. He loved it. And, yeah, you know, to me, I was just like, I'm a big Doctor Strange fan. I don't like, what the heck is going on with this character? But uh, we will definitely see uh, in another trailer. And then I'll, we'll talk about that, I guess, the second trailer dropped. It's going to be a big movie regardless because there's a lot of, you know, things are going to be happening. Fundamentally, there's going to be a lot of changes, right? Just like the Loki uh, TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you guys want to add to the trailer that you know you saw? Was it weird? Just raised questions. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say it just raised questions for me. So, like, Alvin, I need to see another trailer. What yeah. were you going to say? Is what weird? Let's see what you got for me. Uh, there was a quick scene where Peter was looking at these lights that look like Halloween vampire. And I'm like, is oh, that a Mephisto. Morpheus? No, Mephisto. God, shut up. I <laughs> thought he was just alluding to like, oh, a witch. I kind of know a witch. Let's go to Doctor Strange's house. Like, I thought that's what that was about. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I, I don't know. I just thought Mephisto right away. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, it's coming out in December. 
it, there's going to be a lot of hype behind it, as with any Spider-Man movie. Uh, we will see what happens. But um, anything else? No. No? It was nice to add that little bonus in there, right? Yeah. It was hot. We had to drop it, and that's what we do here, right? Um, but if you... Uh, if you're listening and you want to chime in on what you thought theories are, then let us know on our social media at Astonishing NR. And before, be sure to check out our YouTube channel and subscribe and uh, leave a comment to win prizes every month. But uh, yeah, that about wraps it up. So wherever you are on the world or the universe, have yourself a good morning, a good day, and a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Spider pig. Spider pig.